Hi, this is David Derrite, and this is the next episode of No Disclaimers. Subscribe and share if you think this is worthwhile, and that way it'll go straight to your inbox when we post new episodes. So, Mark Twain quote, history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. Why is that the topic of the day? Partially because in looking at where things are, the question always comes up, well, what about the future? And I think it's safe to say that the next decade is unlikely to be like the last for a variety of reasons. But what kind of got me on this topic was a post by a guy I follow on Twitter and finance that showed a chart of a 60-40 portfolio and the returns from that portfolio since 1900. And what he pointed out was that there were long periods where there were returns that were positive and upward trending, followed by long periods of going nowhere or very subpar performance. And basically on the chart from you know 1900 to 1920, markets returns didn't do a whole lot. Then they were up, down during the depression, sideways in the 40s, up, and I'm using my words on a podcast, sorry, but through the 50s to 1968, then up, and then a period from 1968 to 1982. Now we're getting to periods where people, I think, remember this. And then positive returns from 82 to 2000, and then sideways returns from 2000 to 2009, and then positive returns 2010 to recent. So why do we bring up it doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. Well, there seems to be something of a pattern. And that pattern, if we look back, today we have inflation that's high and we have high valuations in a lot of stocks and companies when we look at them from a historical perspective. Historically, the periods that come after that look more like the 1970s and the 2000s. And that's for the most recent. So, Basically, in the 1970s, we had high inflation and high valuations, but you had a cha- different demographics. You had lower debt, believe it or not. In the 2000s, we had a tech bubble, then a real estate bubble, but, but again, we didn't really have inflation that time. So again, when we say they rhyme, there's no perfect analog here, but they do have a lot more things in common. And... The takeaways are that the previous winners from those cycles tended to become the losers of the next. The unloved and underinvested tended to prosper. Real assets and income-producing assets led the way during these sideways chops. And the U.S. market went nowhere for a decade or more with a lot of volatility in a wide range. Now, again, history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes The 1970s were preceded by the Nifty 50, which was a bunch of big companies everyone had to own, and they were very expensive, and no one cared about how much they paid for them because they only went up. Kind of sounds a little familiar, right? Then in the 1970s, energy companies, food companies, commodity companies, and so forth, they led the way and did really well. Fast forward, the 2000s, or at the end of the 90s, we had a dot-com bubble, everything tech, they only went up, dot-com. Think of all the things right now in technology and crypto and all the the really speculative meme stocks and so forth. Very similar. 
what came after emerging markets did really well when China entered the WTO, energy, commodities, real assets. So kind of if you're noticing a theme, that's where we're headed, where we think we're headed to talk about, well, what would rhyme right now? I know it's not going to repeat. So we have today mega cap tech stocks that are exceedingly expensive on so many different metrics, but did really well, especially during the pandemic. And mega cap tech stocks are unlikely to lead again if history is a guide. They've got some issues with valuations and getting so big and also with antitrust issues potentially coming up. So we shall see. But it's likely too then that dividend and income generating portfolios that focus on exactly the places where we have so many supply chain problems and are likely to do well, right? Stuff we need to have all the time, be it energy or food, has been disrupted because we haven't put a lot of money into that. And so that's where potentially investment will go. And those things have done well in these periods before. And then lastly, too, investors will likely need to broaden their investment horizons about how to generate that income. They have to look at real assets, private assets, potentially, and even certain strategies like option strategies. And this is not specific advice, but in general, covered calls, which are an income generating strategy for people that do own stocks. Those all are the types of things that have done well during periods where market returns are harder to come by, coming off of high valuation and in an environment of higher or stickier inflation. So while we don't pretend to know exactly what's happening, nobody does, it will be different. There are always different factors. There does seem to be some validity that after times of positive returns for an extended period, there tends to be kind of the hangover that comes and different things lead in those parts of the cycle. So history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. And so that's going to be something we'll talk to clients about and you should be thinking about as we look for the next 10 to 15 years. So if you like what we're doing, please subscribe. Like I said, it will get into your inbox. If you want to share that with anyone, we'd appreciate it. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening. This is David Derrite, and it is no disclaimers. Mm-hmm.